what is going on everybody welcome back to hitting it with Dak. um i know it's been a while i know it's been a while but i've been thinking i've been thinking i need to get back into this um i've also in private have been listening to some of my podcasts that have been posted um and it is of my opinion that um the way i have been doing this podcast so far has been a little too robotic um a little too pre-planned a little too scripted um because what i would do is i'd print off a bunch of information and literally read word for word everything that i uh had uh pulled from the internet i would lead i'd read it word by word so it was literally just you guys listening to me reading off of paper and i don't feel like that was as engaging as um i intend this to be i want this to be something that grabs your attention you want to tell a friend about you guys might have like heard some details in some of the episodes um and like told a friend or messaged me and was like whoa i didn't know that that happened i didn't know that was true but i want this to be like an eye-opening experience i want this to be something where you guys go you know what i need to look into this I need to look into what Dak was saying, what he was talking about, and do my own research. I want this to be an experience that isn't just, you know, me sitting here reading off of a piece of paper. So, what I've decided with this episode is I am not going to read off of a piece of paper. I might have a a note here or there to keep me on track to uh, make sure that um, I'm talking about the topic where supposed to be discussing um just you know little factoids um special numbers details facts stuff like that i might have that wrote down and i might glance at it a few times but i don't want to sit here for 45 minutes reading off of a piece of paper that you guys could you know could you could just be reading yourselves um that does i and i noticed i noticed that um the more as the podcast would get get going towards the end, the more we were heading towards the later minutes, um, my voice would go from this excited voice that you're hearing right now to, and then when Dracula, um, when Dracula invaded the, no, I want this to be full on, you know, I want to seem excited to get you guys excited about the things we're talking about. Now, I know I said, At the end of last episode, which I don't even remember when that was uploaded, that today's topic was going to be about Dr. Satan. And I I will get to Dr. Satan. I promise you I will get to Dr. Satan. Um, That's a topic that I would love to discuss. But I want to delve into some some more uh, off-the-wall topics today since I'm kind of just going off of the knowledge I have in my head. Um, and I don't have any information yet, but I'm going to record this in multiple parts. So I'll probably get some information, um, wrote down later and add that in as I go on recording this. So, uh, yeah, today I just want to, you know, spill out a bunch of information I have in my head and hopefully, hopefully I seem a little more excited, a little more engaged in the topic and hopefully that engages you guys into listening, sharing with your friends, all of that fun stuff. If you're new to Hitting It With Dak, I would like to introduce myself to you. My name is Dak. I live in Iowa. Um, I have a very busy lifestyle. I work 40 hours a week. Um, podcasting is far from my my job. As, as fun as that would be, that is not fiscally responsible at this moment. Um... I've had a little success. I wouldn't say that I am a content creator. I feel like if you are a content creator, that is what you do full-time, like the Logan Pauls, the Joe Rogans, people like that. I would say that I dabble in content creation. I've had a little bit of success with content creation. I've gone, um, I've gotten to a point on this here podcast where I can run ads I can make a little, little bit of, a little bit of change here and there. Um, I've had success with the Twitch channel, um, 
with Hit It From The Deck, which is where I got the name for this podcast. So I just wanted to introduce myself to those who might not uh, know exactly who I am, know exactly what I'm about. Um, If you are a returning listener, welcome back. I love you guys. Um, You guys mean the world to me. Uh, But today, we are going to talk about... We're not going on facts today. We are going off of what I believe our origins as a human society are, okay? We're going in the fucking rabbit hole. I want to talk about fucking aliens. I want to talk about the Egyptians. I want to talk about Neanderthals. I am going to throw a bunch of shit at you, and it's going to be overwhelming. It's going to be exciting, and I hope that you guys enjoy what I have to say, what um, all the shit that's in my head. I listen to um, podcasts and stuff all the time. Um, If you want me to recommend a podcast, um, Earth Ancients with Cliff Dunning. Uh, It's a podcast on Spotify, Earth Ancients with Cliff Dunning. That podcast has been like an eye-opening, like, holy shit experience for me. Um, Cliff Dunning is a very interesting person. He has guests on every single, every single Saturday, I believe he uploads. And he has discussions with like huge people in the, uh, the, the study of, I guess they call it alternate archeology, span something like that. Um, where they don't just take what the, what the, the professors and the textbooks and shit want to tell you. They they dive in, do their own research, and although it's somewhat controversial, um, you know, I I'm not of the I'm not the type to just take everything at face value. I want to get views from all different kinds of um, ways of life. I don't want just the scholars' version. I want to get information from, you know. The conspiracy theorists, the the locals of the area that know the legends of certain things. Um, but yeah, today I'm just going to talk, I'm going to fucking vomit words out about the things that I've learned as far as, you know, us as a human civilization and whether or not, because they say human civilization are the first like actual civilized civilized society was about 6,000 years ago. And there are people of the belief that that is not the case, that there have been civilized people in the ancient past that we just have not had the right information either discovered or given to us by those in power to control that narrative. Um, so that is what today's episode's about. Sorry for all the ums. I got to get back into this, but I hope that this is a change of pace. And, um, if you guys like today's podcast, please DM me on Twitter, Instagram, um, Snapchat. Everything is at hit it from the deck. So at H I T F R O M T H E D A K. Please let me know how you guys felt about this podcast when you get done with listening to it. Do you guys like the whole sitting there reading from a piece of paper for an hour setup we did before? Do you like this more improvisational thing where I kind of, you know, just say what's in my head at the moment? Or would you like me to mix them and you want me to have notes and kind of just go off on, on tangents? So, yeah, please, if you listen and you enjoy whatever message me, tell me what you like, tell me what you don't like, leave a five-star review on whatever podcast app you're listening to this podcast on. Um, As of right now, I know that we're on Spotify, Apple Music, um, I believe iHeartRadio. I try to get on Amazon Podcasts, but uh, I've had some issues with that. But yeah, today we're going to get into some ancient civilization talk. Now, before we get too far into um, the knowledge that I've gathered from all the research I've done as far as um, my opinion as to how long ago civilization started, I think we kind of need to, um, I think we need to set 
in our minds what we would consider a civilization. So I believe that the mainstream archaeologists, professors, people of that ilk would categorize a civilization as a society in which there is some for some some form of um, governmental structure, some for some form of economy, uh, food source, farming, stuff like that, um, some kind of religious uh, structure in a way. Um, if a community has all of those things, I believe that is what mainstream archaeologists and people like that would consider uh, a civilization. So according to mainstream science, stuff like that, um, the first civilizations, the first human civilizations were about 4,000 BCE. So that's about 6,000 years ago. Um, so 2000, we're in 2022, uh, B, uh, AD, so take 2,000 from there, and then um, another 4,000 before Jesus and all that. Um, that is when they would consider the start of human civilization. So, what they are saying is us humans, the human species, hum, uh, Homo sapiens, have been on this earth for a very, very long time, but we have only figured out how to gather supplies in a group and have a set system within the last 6,000 years, which um, I would have to disagree, and there are reasons behind my disagreement besides just being a stubborn mule. Um, so 6,000 years ago, um, 4,000 BC, was the Mesopotamian um, system, country, uh, first nation, first civilization, whatever you want to call it. Um, but in Turkey, there is a structure that is 10,000 years old named Gobekli Tepe. You can go look it up. I'm not making it up. There is a structure named Gobekli Tepe. G-O-B-L-E-K-I-T-E-P-E. It is 10,000 thousand years old that would make it four thousand years older than the mesopotamian society that they say was the start of civilization and when i say building i don't just mean a hut i don't mean a cave i don't mean just some rudimentary uh rock stacking this is a complex of pillars, overhangs, statues, literal animals carved into rock 10,000 years ago. And the thing is, it was buried under underground. So whoever built it, they still don't know who built this thing. Whoever built it, built it and then intentionally buried the thing in the earth as a way to preserve it or hide it, or something. Now, I don't know about you, but I feel like you would need some kind of civilization to build a gigantic complex and then put it underground. Um, I couldn't tell you the first step at carving a lizard into, into rock, okay? Um, and I am a modern, civilized human. I guess I wouldn't be civilized um, because I don't know how to carve rocks and stuff. But the thing is, they say that human history, human civilization started 6,000 years ago. And out of nowhere, we just knew how to build the Great Pyramids of Giza and things of that monstrous um, structure that require tons of rock being quarried, transferred, and set in a perfect alignment. I don't know about you, but I don't think that the, the uh, people of the time, 
um, according to what they say our civilization was doing, um, had the know-how or the materials to build things of such magnitude without some kind of prior civilization, some kind of prior knowledge. Um, You build a birdhouse, you build your first birdhouse, it's just four walls and a roof, okay? But say over time, you build birdhouse after birdhouse, etc., etc., or you bake a cake, you bake, you buy a a $1.50 box of cake mix, throw some eggs in it, stir it up, throw it in the oven. But if you want to be a baker and you, you know, you bake over time, your bird, your birdhouses or your cakes are going to get more intricate and uh, better as you go. So you're telling me these people just decided, hey, do you want to have a government? Yeah, that sounds great. Let's do it. And then they built giant structures without any prior knowledge of how to do so. That doesn't make any sense to me. Um, there, Like I said, there is no information as far at this point um, to tell what Gobekli Tepe is. Well, I guess they say it's, say, they say it's some kind of center, uh, learning center, some kind of observatory as far as like constellations and shit. But um, why? Who gives a shit what's happening in this? I understand like... There's supposed to be more primitive people. There's not much to do besides look up. But, you know, I'm worried about survival. I'm worried about what I'm going to eat tomorrow because I can't go down to Hy-Vee. I can't go down to Hy-Vee and get me a tombstone pizza. No, I got to go in the woods and hunt down a a deer or something. whatever, Whatever people back then ate. And, you know, I can't just go to the store. So why, why would these people just decide, uh, I'm going to start stacking rocks and it's going to be pretty. And some people 6,000 years from now are going to think I was really smart. That doesn't make any sense to me unless now we're going to get into some ancient aliens like, uh, shit right now, unless they were building it for somebody in honor of somebody, etc. Now. I will not say that I 100% agree about all of the shit in the show Ancient Aliens. A lot of the shit is wahoo, what the fuck are you talking about, science bullshit. Science fiction bullshit. It's not real. But what I will say, and the fact that aliens have not been proven to exist, although I do believe in aliens, I will say there is a weird connection from all ancient societies to talk about gods in the sky, people coming from the sky and giving information and uh, stuff of that matter. It does not make any sense to me why a group of people who are in the desert in Egypt would have very similar, if not identical stories to a group of people say, in Mexico with the ancient Aztecs and the ancient Mayans. It, they, there was no international travel by boat at that time, as far as we know. There was no Twitter, Instagram, to be like, hey guys, guess what we came up with? There's an ancient sky god, and he said that if we don't put our crops up on the highest rock, he's going to kill all the virgins. Um, there was no TikTok for that kind of information. Um... So unless, now there's multiple, there's multiple crazy wackadoodle ways you could go about this. You could say aliens came down, gave everybody all the same information and was like, go, go do our shit, um, build rocks in our honor. Um, you could say that the aliens even helped them. You could, you could say that because I don't think that these, I don't even think that the Romans and the Greeks had the technology to do the uh, the monuments that they did. I really don't. I don't think that the Romans had the know-how and shit to build some of the shit they did. So it's not like a, oh, the people in Africa weren't smart enough 
because I've seen that fucking argument online. I've seen people say, oh, you just don't think that people from Africa, we're, we're all from Africa. If you go back in time, everybody is from that, the cradle of life is what they call it. So it's not that. I just don't think, I don't think that me and a couple hundred thousand other chubby white dudes like me could build a pyramid right now. I don't think it's possible. I don't think that is a thing that we could do. Um, but yeah, as far as ancient alien goes, aliens goes, I watched the show. I think it's cool. I think it's interesting, but some of the ideas are wackadoodle bullshit. <laughs> um, I mean, you could be listening to all this and you're like, Dak, all you're saying is wackadoodle bullshit because you are adding at least 4,000 years of human civilization to what scholars and professors and shit have been teaching for the last 20, 30 years. Yes, because we have to question our reality because that is what science is. If you don't have a question and you can't test it, then it's not science. It's more of like a religious thing. Science has become more of like a religious thing where someone tells you and you're like, all right, I won't commit that sin. (laughs) I won't question any of that. Uh, You are correct, Mr. White Lab Coat Man. Um, So yes, Gobekli Tepe is a structure in Turkey with animals carved into it and pillars and stuff of that nature all completely underground, and they buried it. There's no real reasoning behind what they buried, why they buried it, I mean. But it is interesting to say the least. Now, I want to raise the question. Is it so hard to believe that there are ancient civilizations, ancient cities, and people that we have never heard of and maybe never will simply because they got destroyed by some kind of uh, comet, some kind of asteroid, something of that nature that came down, completely changed the earth and how it operated and wiped those folks out, leaving, you know, a couple hundred here and there. um, And we completely had to start completely over. I feel like that is... I feel like that's a completely rational thought to have because if our if our internet if our communication systems completely went down I heard someone say this the other day I know how to run a, a smartphone I know how to run my iPhone front and back I can show you everything there is to know about my iPhone can I build you an iPhone no I can't build you an iPhone so if, my, if all communications and cell phone towers, internet, all that shit just went away, we would be back in the Stone Age, wouldn't we? I feel like that's a very fair question to ask. Most of our information in this world is now in the cloud, in some kind of database that relies on internet, it relies on electricity, and stuff like that. Yeah, there's there's public libraries and stuff where you can learn things. There's governmental libraries where you can have some of this knowledge. But, say, you know, 15 years from now. Say 15 years from now, scientists report that there is a super colossal asteroid heading towards Earth. And it is going to absolutely obliterate everything in its path. So all those books, all that information is destroyed. Most of the people are destroyed. And all that's left is a few handful of people. And you got to hope some of those people have some kind of real life survival instincts. And I think it is a very good question that it's not completely impossible that the people who built Gobekli Tepe, the people who who built the structure and then buried it, could have been the survivors of some kind of catacly- cataclysmic event. 
And they saw the power of nature and how something can come raining down and completely wipe everything out. So they built a structure and then buried it underneath the earth for a future generation to be like, oh shit, you know, there is, there is some kind of reasoning behind burying all of this information. Now let's get back into the whole, all the cultures in the world have some weird connection and weird similarities to everything else. Now, when I say strange connections, I don't necessarily mean like, oh, what a coincidence. You know, these are very similar. No, I am telling you. So the story of Jesus of Nazareth, Jesus of the Bible, Jesus of Christianity is a literal ripoff of the story of Horus from ancient Egyptian mythology. Literally. Just, you know, the, you know, the old meme, you know, the meme where it's like, yeah, you can copy my homework, but just change a few things. So the teacher doesn't know we cheated. Literally that, that meme 4,000 years ago, (laughs) it's literally insane to me how religion is one of the biggest, uh, causes of violence, war, famine, etc etc in this world when it is all made up by people in power and just cherry picking of the things they liked from other religions of the past that's literally all religion is is the most popular popular religion at the time is just cherry picked from the religions and people they took over and now they are in power and choosing what you should be indoctrinated to. On top of the Jesus of Nazareth story being a literal carbon copy of the story of Horus, there are many, 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 many cultures in this world. Actually, I will go on the record and say, I will say most cultures in this world have some kind of great flood story in their history, in their religion, in their religions, however you want to put it, every single culture that has been around for X amount of time has some kind of story where the earth flooded and wiped out civilization, wiped out um, all of these things um, to start over again. Now, what does that sound like? What does that sound like? It sounds like a few minutes ago when I said, hey, what would happen if there was some kind of cataclysmic event and it knocked out all of your power, all your electricity, all of your Wi-Fi, and we had to start over from scratch because I have a cell phone. I don't know how to make a cell phone. I drive a car every single day. Do I know how to build an engine? Do I know how to... I can flip a light switch, but don't, do I know how a light switch works? Do I know how electricity is a thing? No, I don't. And I guarantee you, I guarantee you, that if there was some sort of cataclysmic event, somehow, some way, the stupid people like me would survive the most. Your chances of running into an electrician and a doctor and all a mechanic an engineer all of these things are extremely slim compared to you running into a person like me who never went to college who never um extended their education in a uh in, a, in an official way i still i learn things every day i do research and by research i mean the 2022 definition of research i look shit up on youtube and it goes in my brain, okay? I I am not an educated person, but I do educate myself. But your chances of running into a person like me with a high school education or even lower are a lot higher than a cataclysmic event and all the engineers, all the doctors, all of those people survive. So if something were to happen, like a great flood, which, like I said, 
every culture in this world, most cultures in this world have some kind of great flood story which wiped out people and they had to start over again. Um, another, another thing that's really strange to me, and I will not say the giants exist or existed. I do think it's funny, however, that most cultures in this world have some kind of giants, some kind of overly large people in their history. Um, I believe, um, it's kind of weird to say ancient London (laughs) ancient British people, um, ancient Europeans. How about that? We'll go with that. Um, it's on, it's, uh, foretold that the ancients, the, I mean, the giants are the ones who built stone, Stonehenge. And, uh, especially in native American culture, native American culture, like giants are like the fucking thing, dude. Like there are, there are mounds. They call them mounds which is basically a landmass that they built and now the grass covers them. There's one in Southern Illinois. There's, there's hundreds of hundreds, maybe even thousands of mounds of pyramids and stuff just in the United States. Um, I know of a uh, serpent mound, which is, is in Ohio. Um, and it's literally a man-made structure, a mound but it is in the shape of a serpent slithering up this valley. And um, the Native American people, the indigenous people of this country, I believe is what they are uh, calling themselves now. Um, Apparently, in their culture, they built these mounds, these monuments, in honor of the giants that um, they roamed this countryside with. Which is really freaking weird because I don't know about you, but I ain't seen no. I've seen Andre the Giant. <laughs> I've seen uh, if you watch modern day WWE, I've I've seen almost. He's like seven foot four, but I mean it's not an often occurrence. I don't see no giants walking around, but you have the the Norse people. They have giants. Um, the ancient Europeans. Um, I believe the Egyptians even had some sort, some form of, uh, giants in their culture. I know the Greeks did. I know the Romans did. Um, it's a really weird thought that all of these cultures who are separated by miles of not only land, but ocean, um, and just the hardship of life that, um, have all of these similarities and there's no way to connect them to each other. As far as I know, the only, uh, until like humans actually got to a point where they could travel by sea long distance, um, the only inkling of an ancient culture traveling, as far as I've seen in my research, is there is some sort of evidence that the Egyptians made it to Australia somehow, which, um, how? <laughs> How did you make it on your bamboo boat to fucking... Do, we, do they even have bamboo? And You know what I'm saying. I don't know if they have bamboo in Egypt, but... They should not have had the technology to be a sea-faring country, nation, city, whatever you want to say. Civilization at that time period. Now, Homo sapiens, us, humans... We have been on this earth anywhere between 15,000 and 40,000 years. So you're telling me that we had just figured out this society shit like 6,000 years ago? That doesn't sit right with me. And on top of that, on top of humans have just been around, we'll go, we'll go middle of the ground. We'll, we'll say, we'll say humans have only been around for 26,000 years. That's about middle of the ground for scientists and archaeologists' uh, estimation as far as how long humans, homo sapiens, have been on this earth. Now, add on top of that that there are these things called Neanderthals, which 
it used to be, or Neanderthals, for people who want to try to question my pronunciation skills, Neanderthals, I'm going with that pronunciation, um, on top of us humans being on this earth, for roughly 26,000 years is our is our middle of the ground number. Before that, and along with that, because humans and Neanderthals lived side by side for a while, Neanderthals were on this earth for 400,000 years. I'll say that again. 400,000 years Neanderthals roamed this earth. And I think that it is highly possible. I think that it is plausible that humans had some kind of civilization before 6,000 years ago. When we first found out about Neanderthals, there was this weird assumption based off of the shape of their skulls, their craniums, the size of their brains, their stature, because they were about 5 foot 7, 260 pounds. They were stocky boys. There's some weird assumption that these were stupid people. Not even people. They were stupid people-like creatures. Um, but from, from my research, that is not the case. There is evidence that um, not only were Neanderthals smart, but the intelligence they, they held is shocking to the point where it's very possible to say that everything that we know about Homo sapiens, humans, whatever you want to say, we directly got from Neanderthals. I'm talking cave art. I'm talking hunting skills. I'm talking um, clothing, wrapping clothing around yourself to keep warm. Um, I'm pretty sure we got all that shit from Neanderthals. They were not a stupid. Um, they were not a stupid behind us in intelligence uh, creature. Um, the creature is a weird word because I feel like we're connected to them a lot more than we actually think. Um, there's evidence that shows that not only did they hunt animals, but they were smart enough to know that humans are designed to sprint slower than other animals, but humans can run for an extended period of time. Whereas animals, they're fast in the short term, but they have to take breaks sooner than humans do. So what they would do is they would chase an animal and then stop. And then they'd chase the animal again and then they'd stop. And they'd do this over and over until either said animal was exhausted to the point where it couldn't run anymore. And then they, they would hunt it. Or it would literally like have a heart attack and keel over and then they don't even have to kill the thing. They can just harvest it for um, for the things that they needed. The sustenance, the warmth, all of that stuff. So these were not stupid people-like things. <laughs> um, so yeah, anything you know about Neanderthals, you need to do some damn research because they are not stupid things. Um, I've even seen evidence where there was a Neanderthal who grew to the age of about 46, which is unheard of back then. And it was missing a hand, and it had some kind of spinal, spina bifida kind of syndrome where it would not have been able to survive on its own. But it is clearly shown that it was with another group of Neanderthals, and they made sure that as a uh, collective, that they would take care of this other person so they understood that family and a collective group of people was important. And the crazy thing about Neanderthals is they were around for literally, like, compared to us, our time on this earth as, like, the leading, like, human, whatever, is like a blink of an eye in comparison. Um, it's like apples and oranges compared to, like, the timing they were around for hundreds of thousands of years, and we've only been here for a hot dog and a handshake. Um, and what's really interesting is, um, so, uh, Homo sapiens, humans, um, we we all, everyone basically originated in Africa in the cradle of life, 
and humans evolved and stayed in Africa generally um, for most of that time period, whereas Neanderthals traveled north and went to um, colder regions, um, mostly in Europe, um, Europe, Siberia, Russia, um, the northern colder climates. And um, there's been studies that have shown that humans and Neanderthals spent about uh, 4,000 to 5,000 years coexisting, um, living in the same um, sectors, in the same regions. Um, and there's even um, proof, there's living proof. If you are a white person, if you are a Caucasian human, and you can directly link your lineage to Europe in some way, shape, or form, there is a very likely chance that you have 2 to 5% of Neanderthal DNA in your DNA. What that means is, within those four to 5,000 years of humans and Neanderthals coexisting, they was bumping uglies together. They was, they was fucking, alright? Neanderthals and humans, and I mean, for right, for all we know, that could have been like a very taboo thing. It could have been completely freaking normal. Um, I mean, there there's some differences between us. Um, the, the Neanderthals had very prominent brow ridges, as we discussed before, and other just complete differences between us and them physically. But clearly, there was enough DNA there that lined up to where they interbreeded and made half Neanderthal, half Homo sapien people. Um, there's no real, um, no real like definite thing that decided uh, that we've come across to decide uh, what killed off the Neanderthals, um, whether it be food, um, climate. Um, a cataclysmic event of some sort. There's even been suggestions that us humans literally just fucking killed them off. We were like, this is our planet, suck it, and fucking killed them off. But um, I'm of the opinion that if they were interbreeding, if they were sharing territory, if they were sharing supplies, territory, um, the Badusi, um, I'm of the opinion that uh, the humans, Homo sapiens, just had more of a lust for um, breeding, for intercourse, whereas the Homo sapiens um, spent most of their time hunting um, and things of that nature. I think, I mean, even right now, even now, us humans have a very sexualized culture. And I think that roots all the way back to the beginning of our history. And I, on, I honestly think that is what killed the Neanderthals off. Is us humans like to fuck too much. And I mean really. Can you blame us? <laughs> um, but yeah. So Neanderthals got wiped out. We were only. We only like cross paths for like 5,000 years. When when you actually think about how old the planet and the universe is. 5,000 years is fucking a blink of an eye. It's a millisecond in time. Um. Now, on top of humans and uh, Neanderthals, there's a third subtype of human that there is proof has walked this earth, and they found it in a cave in Siberia called the Denisova Cave. Now, these subtypes of humans were... Um, I don't know much about like their characteristics as far as height... Uh, weight, stuff like that, as much as I know about the Neanderthals, but that's only because scientists do not know very much about the Denisovans. Um, they found a couple fragments of uh, jawbone, tooth bone, stuff like that. Um, they found evidence that these people were using tools, they were using, you know, weapons. They had weapons made out of bones and stuff like that. They were using animal pelts for. For clothing, so these were also um, very, uh, at least for the time, civilized people. They um, took care of themselves. They knew how to survive, and um, but.
But not much is known because they've only found like two or three like fragments of bones, but they found DNA. It's not human DNA. It's not Neanderthal DNA. And um, just because it was in a cave, the Denisova cave, they are known as the Denisovans. Now, there's one very interesting thing I need to bring up when it comes to these Denisovans. And that's the fact that besides the bones and the, the uh, tools and weapons and fur and animal uh, fossils that they found within this cave, there's also been some very, very interesting things that they found. Um, one, including, and I'm, I'm not going to take credit for this research, um, there's a very brilliant man that uh, if you take anything from this podcast today, you need to go and YouTube and research a man known as Graham Hancock. That dude is basically everything I'm telling you today. This dude has researched his entire life. Um, he's a very brilliant person, very smart, very intelligent. Um, and I love any, any chance that I get to listen to a podcast, um, where he is a guest or just YouTube videos that he is in. I'm watching it like as soon as possible. Graham Hancock is a fucking genius, dude. So if there's anything you take from today, you need to go look into Graham Hancock. But... I was watching the Joe Rogan podcast one day. Graham Hancock was the guest. They were talking about these Denisovan people. Okay. He is also of the belief that the our modern day civilization 6,000 years ago um, is not the start of actual human civilization. He's also of the belief that there was some cataclysmic event that knocked out a superior race of people and knock them all the way to the Stone Age. I'm not sure if he thinks that they have the technology we currently have. And they got knocked out. But that's that's my personal belief. Is that we had the technology we currently have. Or better. Something happened. Knocked them out. And we had to start over. That's my opinion. But to get back to the Denisovan cave and Graham Hancock. He was on the Joe Rogan podcast They started talking about the Denisovan cave and the Denisovan people. So he brought a very interesting picture with him. There was a green bracelet that they found within this cave with the fragments of bones and bodies of these Denisovan people. And the most interesting part about this green bracelet... And they know it's a bracelet, they know it's jewelry, but the most interesting part is there is a hole going straight through the side of the bracelet, and you can see threading as if a high-powered drill bit went in and drilled that hole and then came out. And considering this is tens of thousands of years ago, They did not, you and I both know, they did not have drills 10,000 years ago. So how did they make this, how did they make this drill print inside of this bracelet? Uh, Nobody has an answer. Nobody wants to have an answer because nobody wants to have to rewrite history books. And nobody wants to go that step to think outside of the box of what we think we already know. And I'm of the opinion that we don't know as much as we think we actually do. Um, like I said in the, I just said, I do not think this is our first go around at being the head honcho on this. So not only is there proof that there were other life forms on this planet very similar to us, but those life forms were on this earth for an extended period longer than we were. They had all of the tools, intelligence, and um, willpower to survive an extended amount of time on this earth, which is impressive. Um, And, you know, they had tools to make drill prints inside of jewelry, um, scavenging. You're not going to make a drill print with tooth and bone from animals that you kill and making tools out of that. I'm sorry, it's not going to happen. 
If you can do it, please send me a video of you doing um, drill marks into a geode or whatever bracelet, whatever green material that um, Denisovan bracelet was made out of. Um, I, I challenge you. I challenge you to make um, drill marks into a bracelet using Stone Age technology. It's not going to freaking work. Um, so on top of... Um, all of those things on top of us having life forms similar to us interbreeding between those life forms. There's also evidence that shows that um, ancient animals such as woolly mammoths, saber-toothed tigers, etc. Um, were flash frozen in time. And we know that because there is preserved food inside of the stomachs of these animals. So some kind of cataclysmic event just froze all of these animals at one time and it was a very quick process so that's just one cataclysmic event idea that there was some kind of polar shift and um all of these animals people etc got flash frozen in time in the earth into the ice in the permafrost in siberia to the point it was so quick that there is food within the gullets of these animals. Um, other, other cataclysmic events could be anything between, you know, a volcano eruption, which we're not too far off from a volcano eruption. Um, Yosemite National Park is a ticking, ticking time bomb as far as um, blowing up and covering the entire United States in smoke, ash, all that shit. That'll be fun pretty soon. I feel like within the next 50 years, I feel like Yosemite will go off. Um, so there's volcanoes, um, some kind of meteorite collision with Earth, um, a comet falling from the sky and um, causing some kind of mass um, extinction event. Um, all of these things are extremely possible. They're extremely likely to happen. And it's a terrifying thought, but it is a realistic thought. And it's something we need to have some kind of concern about. And we need to have the mindset that it is a 100% likely, not, I don't want to say 100% likely, because that makes it seem like I'm saying 100% this for sure happened. We need to accept the fact that it is very likely that there was a civilization way back before our fucking history books can say who were an advanced species who had technology that we don't currently have that were able to build these um, gigantic structures such as the pyramids such as um, the uh, the giant structures at Teotihuacan Puma Pumku all of these crazy things um, that I honestly, like I said, I honestly have trouble wrapping my brain around us building such a structure today. I, I do not think that you could get a couple hundred thousand dudes like me and build a great pyramid of Giza in 20 years using Stone Age technology or even modern day technology in 20 years. I don't think that it is possible um, but that, that is a podcast for another day. I think we need to do a whole podcast diving deep into the discrepancies and, um, just the sheer mathematical and technological impossibilities that the ancient Egyptians were able to construct the pyramids. And we'll talk about the Sphinx and how I don't think that the Sphinx originally had a human skull on it uh human head i guess would be the better word um if anyone knows what the sphinx is it's a giant lion type body and it has a human head on it with um you know the egyptian headdress around the head um i do not think that the sphinx was originally uh carved into the likeness of a person um i think it's a uh, uh, highly more likely that the Sphinx was originally carved as a lion or a lioness, a female lion. Um, and then somewhere along the line, some Egyptian pharaoh got cocky, got a little self-centered, 
decided he was a god on earth and had um, images carved into his likeness, including the Sphinx. Um, But that is a podcast for another day. We will get into the ancient Egyptians. I promise you that. Um, It is a very controversial topic. Um, Archaeologists, scientists, they think they know these things and they're not willing to take any um, alternative ideas into consideration, which is the exact opposite of what science should be. Um, and it's kind of, it's kind of depressing when you think, cause you figure they would, if they don't know the answer to a solution, they would be looking towards like an engineer or some kind of, um, multiple studies of specialization to come to conclusions to these answers, but they just want to go with, um, what's inscribed on walls and what ancient hieroglyphs say and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, that was today's episode. I hope you guys enjoyed listening to me go on and on about ancient people, Denisovans, Neanderthals, Neanderthals, however you want to say it. Um, I hope that you guys took some information today and I hope that you guys didn't just hear me say it and you're like, yep, uh, the, the human race has been around a lot longer than we actually think we have been. Um, I hope you actually take today's information and you're curious. The curiosity will eat at you and you take this information and do your own research. Um, like I said, if you really want to get into stuff like this, um, there's a podcast on Spotify called, um, Earth Ancients with the host Cliff Dunning. Um, that's what really got me into looking into this kind of stuff. Um, although I've always been interested, um, but most of the time, if I'm looking to hear about some controversial, uh, topics such as the, such as these, I usually listen to Earth Ancients at least once a week when he drops an episode on Saturday. Um, other people you could look into, uh, there's Graham Hancock, who I mentioned before. There's a man named Randall Carlson who has some very interesting theories and hypotheses about um, the cataclysmic events that I was talking about. Um, He's done some math. He's done some research um, saying that about, you know, 12,000-ish years ago, there was a comet that came down and spun Earth into an ice age, something along those lines. Um, We can get into Randall Carlson another day. Um, Another person... I'll talk about him a lot next week. There's a man named Robert Schock. Uh, He's no longer on this earth, but um, Robert Schock basically blew the door open as far as um, alternate archaeology mindset when it comes to the Great Pyramids and the Sphinx. So we'll definitely talk about Robert Schock the next time that I record a podcast. Um, Another person who I'm really interested in as of late is a man named Billy Carson. Um, He's an American man from Florida. Um, I don't know his exact age, but um, he's a very successful person. He owns a space program, um, entrepreneur. He has a streaming platform called Forbidden Knowledge TV um, that I think uh, you guys should check out if you're into stuff like this. Um, But yeah, that was today's episode of me trying to do a podcast without any paperwork research and just kind of going based off of the knowledge that I have. So if you guys enjoyed it, please let me know. Um, get a hold of me on Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, all social media websites. It's at hit it from the deck. H I T I T F R O M T H E D A K hit it from the deck. Um, Please, if you enjoyed the podcast, send it to a friend. Uh, leave it, leave a five-star review on all of your uh, listening platforms. If you have Spotify, but you have an iPhone, do me a favor. Listen to it on your preferred platform, and then go listen to it on the other one. Give me some views. Give me some listens. Um, share with a friend. That's the, that's the biggie. Share with a friend. Uh, spread some knowledge around, because we need to get the word out on some of these Um, controversial topics because they're not going to get taught in school 
They're not gonna um, be. They're not gonna be mainstream ever because, like I said, they don't want to rewrite any of the history books, and they don't want to look wrong. Which, in my in my opinion, don't take don't just go with what I say. In my opinion, they are wrong. But please do your research. Look into the people I said, and most of all, you have a great day. I'm Dak. This has been hitting it with Dak. I love you and have a great rest of your day.